0: Hey, it's Ashley Wilson here with Recovered Life, a podcast that pretty much tackles everything, anything, nothing is off limits or too taboo for me to address. Today in this podcast, I am coming off of a workout, so I may be a little out of breath. Forgive me, but I have to take care of myself. I don't get a lot of time in order to do like podcasts or videos or pretty much anything. Uh, most of you know I'm a mom of three girls. I have a 12-year-old, 8- and 4-year-old. And back in August, we just recently uh, got a golden retriever puppy and that was pretty exciting. So as you know, having a puppy can be a lot of work. I wanted to do a quick podcast today. I'm just kind to talk to you about a little bit of things that I have been uh, dealing with in my recovery and dealing with. Um, well, and actually just becoming a more recovered person. Uh, a lot of you may not know that I am in counseling, I'm taking medication, and about last year I got some diagnosis. I mean, I'm, you know, they help and they help you get the resources that you need. Uh, so one of them was major depressive disorder, anxiety disorder, as well as PTSD. I don't know how severe she didn't tell me, like the severity of it, but, um, as a result of, you know, major depression, I have been on a multitude, not a multitude, that's a little, come on, I'm over catastrophizing, adding drama, um, but I have been on a few different antidepressants and whatnot. I was on sertraline for quite some time, about 200 milligrams, and 200 milligrams is one of the higher doses for, like, therapeutic dose or whatever that's the only one I have ever done that's the generic of Zoloft I've been on that a few different times and was it last year I want to say last year I realized or maybe earlier yeah it was last year so earlier in 2021 I realized that this wasn't working um, as well I was still really struggling I actually started getting pretty massive severe panic attacks that would last like 45 minutes. Um, a couple times, I almost called, you know, 911, and was wanting to be taken to the hospital. At some point, I had even thought maybe I needed to go into psychiatric care. Things were just building up, and the pressure was—it was unbearable, to say the least. Um, I have a therapist who we talk about things and whatnot, and go over just different tools and coping skills. And and then I also have a med management counselor. And she's the one that I would talk to about changing medication. When I first got her, I loved her. She was compassionate. She was caring. She listened to me, showed empathy, and answered a lot of the questions that I had about taking medications or upping my dosage. Then I, I kind of noticed uh, over time that our sessions became shorter and shorter. And I, you know, I kind of was like, well, maybe it's just me, which I do that all the time. Anyways, long story short, um, I ended up getting onto Prozac, I wanna say four, four or five months ago, and I just had severe uh, side effects. It was dizziness, my panic attacks were even worse. Um, I, you know, would have just these thoughts of why am I here? What am I doing here? What's my purpose? Not quite suicidal ideations, but definitely pretty intense where I, I was very concerned. And so I brought up these concerns to her in multiple different times and she just kind of shrugged it off and said, this is how it's, you know, let's just wait it out and, um, Over time, though, she wasn't giving me my right medication dosage. She wasn't answering questions that I had. My 15-minute sessions with her were like three, and that was the longest they had been. Um, So I I was always really discouraged whenever I would talk with her. And I want to say earlier this year, late last year, it kept getting worse and worse where... We she just was being super rude and telling me to stop my medication if my side effects were bad and I just didn't know that Prozac had a half-life meaning after I want to say 96 hours whatever dosage amount so I was up to 40 milligrams within 96 hours it would be 20 milligrams 96 more hours it would be 10 milligrams and so on and so forth but for some people it can stay in their system up to, um, I think like up to 96 days or whatever. But long story short, I had to fire her. I had to get a new counselor for my meds. And, um, so I've been on Pristique. I don't know the generic name. It's not really doing much for me, but, um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this, but I, Yeah, so that has been a huge stressor, just trying to find the right medifications. Medifications. I just made up a new word, guys. What it means is meditations with medications? Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. Well, anyways, getting on the right medication has been a challenge, to say the least. They put me on propranolol to help. It's a beta blocker. I don't know too much information, but I have taken it at times when... I feel that anxiety kind of building, building, building. My heart starts racing. I feel like I can't get a breath or I feel like I have this drowning feeling and it's helped a few times um, to help with that panic. I'm on prozosin for my nightmares, my PTSD nightmares. A lot of times people who have those nightmares, we don't get into rapid eye movement sleep or REM sleep where our body actually processes things. It's like that deep sleep. So when we get into that REM sleep, our mind starts processing and it's too much and we start panicking. And uh, so I get a lot of reoccurring dreams about being trapped or running from something or just being ultimately humiliated and vulnerable. Um, And that's, you know, (laughs) your sleep is supposed to be restful. Uh, So nightmares have been a pretty consistent thing since I was a little girl. Is what my mom said. And um, so I, you know, just processing through all of these things, all the while um, just finding the time between being a mom and an apartment manager and just living day to day life, my energy has been extraordinarily low. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to get blood work done. Because, I mean, let's face it, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. And I'm going to be. 37. I know, I know. For some of you, you're like, oh, they're still a baby. But for me, 37 just feels like, holy cow, I am pushing 40. What the heck? Where did the time go? I still feel like I'm in my early 20s and I still kind of act like it too. Uh, so I figured getting blood work done, getting, uh, you know, my vitamin D. I live in Alaska. It's dark. We're starting to get a lot more light. And for those of you who live in northern climates, when um, December 21st comes around, you actually celebrate it. Not because you worship the sun or whatever, but because you are excited that you know you're going to be gaining light little by little every day. So we're getting a lot more sunshine or daylight, I should say. And uh, so that helps a lot with that seasonal affective disorder or SAD. It's kind of funny that it's called that, but anyways i get on a lot of rabbit trails so hop along with me and hopefully you keep track but if not this is just a place for me to verbally process and kind of document in chronological like put it down so i can come back to it later and be like huh i went through that i would like to start journaling but i have no ability or very little to be consistent with much of anything in my life. Um, so just dealing with medications, dealing with, uh, finding solutions for that has, I have a new med-, med management counselor and I have to go back and talk with her because, you know, my nightmares have come back. Um, I need to talk with my counselor about maybe some better coping strategies. Uh, EMDR, EMDR. Yeah. I think something like that. I, I, I haven't done much research on it, but I heard it's a thing that therapists or trained professionals do to help you uh, get that eye movement and deal with some trauma situations. I'm really butchering it, but EMDR is another form of of healing and therapy that could be really useful for me. Uh, so I'm gonna check back with you when I actually follow through and do that. Wish me luck, guys. But um. Yeah, so I'd like to do some EMDR. I just feel really stuck in my life. Just, like, nothing's really changing, nothing's going anywhere. I, I've i been binging a lot on food, and for most of you who have a normal metabolism or a slower metabolism, whenever you binge on food, weight starts to build. And that's been a challenge for me, to see the scale go up and to see clothes not fit as well and... However, I'm really, really, really having to learn that my worth and my value is not based on my body and how it looks. And I'm someone who has to control my image. I have to control how others perceive perceive me, whether it's uh, interracially, a, in a oh my gosh, relationship inter... Obviously my brain needs fuel because I just got done working out and lifting weights and whatnot, and so I'm my words are all mixed and jumbled, but uh interpersonally. I think that's I think that's the word, guys. Um, so my relationships, just working on on building a better relationship with myself and knowing that my worth and value isn't based on how others perceive me and how I control things and often I want people to think that I have it all together when in actuality I might be falling completely apart. And that's for those of you who come from trauma or who feel that they have to earn their value, earn their keep, and have a perfectionist mindset. It can be really hard for you to feel out of control. And that's sort of where I'm at right now. I know that this is a place where God is wanting me to be so that I can give him that control I constantly take the reins from him I constantly just refuse to allow him into those places in my life that I feel that I've had some success of managing and really I it's not a sustainable realistic it's only temporal and I actually need to go in there and deal with things because uh, thoughts of relapse thoughts of you know just wanting to shut down and uh, feeling more triggered, and honoring, and just more explosive in my frustrations, are are here. But a lot of you, even if you haven't come from extreme trauma or you don't struggle with addictions, 2020, 2021, and you know, 2022, it's it's a stressful time to be alive. And learning how to cope and handle and manage stress is is really fundamental and key for us as individuals to be, to be okay. And part of that for me is even though maybe my weight's gone up or my diet's not as, you know, nutrient dense or whatnot, my sleep is, is poor. I've neglected a a sleep um, routine, which I had, I was doing for quite some time and my sleep was actually a lot more restful. Um, but yeah, neglecting those things can really take its toll on on people, on myself, for sure, and um, I, I know that those things are, are key, excuse me, are key for me to, to just feel better and move better, and I've been really consistent in my movement, and that's been huge for me, going on walks, ice picking the driveway, uh, anybody who's in alaska knows that the weather has been insane normally in february it is not raining and 45 degrees uh, february can be pretty cold especially when we're heading into ferrande which is our celebration of the sled dog races the iditarod when you know a sled went up to gnome and uh, delivered vaccinations and medicines and whatnot I'm totally butchering this guys. So, lots of grace, lots of um, <laughs> patience with my rambling brain. But I just wanted to encourage you guys like take note of of what you're going through and my biggest thing is is to acknowledge the things that I am doing and I'm doing well. I'm still sober. That's huge. I move most days of the week. I am trying to get seven hours of sleep, regardless of if my four-year-old lets me. She's been coming into her room quite a bit. I am trying to get nutrients and vitamins and the things that my body needs. Um, Cause yeah, I went. I totally moved on from, but I went and got blood work done, thinking that maybe that was something that uh, had a part to play. Maybe my vitamin D was low and whatnot. Cause that's where I was getting ah. It's coming back to me guys but I thought maybe you know now I'm I'm almost 37 I'm gonna go and get blood work done and see if my thyroids are bad or anything like that long story short everything came back and it came back beautiful the doctor was actually really impressed he said these are some of the best numbers I've seen I highest vitamin D levels I've seen normal range is like 30 mine was 71 northern climates in the wintertime that's awesome um, I'm actually pretty darn proud of that, but it doesn't explain my fatigue. And uh, so I'm going to go back to the drawing board. I'm going to start making some changes, but I also have to not put a lot of pressure on myself because I am of that person, of that mindset to be really obsessive and control everything, and it's not sustainable. So, so I'm going to start, you know, adding in and incorporating more. Foods that help just build back those neurotransmitters, foods that are higher in tryptophan and, uh, that help with my microbiome and my gut, you know, like fermented foods and whatnot. Uh, so I have a long road ahead of me, but I'll, I'll keep you posted on the things that I'm doing. Um, I'm definitely working on getting on the right medication. I got my blood work done. All of that came back clear. Um, you know, I need to incorporate more nutrient dense foods and less sugars and cookies. I've been making a lot of cookies guys. And, uh, also just really working on better sleep hygiene, um, and, and continuing to stay consistent in my working out and getting and connecting with individuals on a deep level. But I love you guys. I hope everybody's doing well as usual. Please hit me up. I'm on social media at AK lifestyle and fitness. Um, that's my handle. Message me. I'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment. Um, I don't care if you leave a one-star review. I'm not here for likes, comments, or shares. I just, I love people and I really want them to know that they're not alone and they are loved and they make today better.